welcome to the Hey John Show. Welcome to the Hey John Show. Welcome to the Hey John Show. Hey folks, welcome to the Hey John Show. I'm your host, John Exum. And this is our first episode. Yay! So I want to thank everyone that is that is and will be listening to this podcast. And I kind of wanted to give you a little background story as to what this podcast is about. This podcast is about being black and being a black man that cares about your family, your faith, and your community. And we're going to tackle different subjects in terms of like technology, family, social justice, all kinds of things here in this podcast. And so to begin, what I want to talk about is our current state of affairs. 2020 has been rough, people. It has been rough. We started off with the death of Kobe. And Kobe Bryant is someone who I admired immensely not only for his basketball prowess and his drive to win at all costs, but also him as a father raising four young girls and navigating and being involved in their lives. We then had the coronavirus, which has definitely devastated the black community. Numbers of well over 100,000 people have passed, even people close to me. I lost my best friend of 20 years to COVID. I lost an aunt with two complications with COVID. And I know many others who have passed because of COVID. We then have this, what I call the shutdown, the stay at home, where millions of people got laid off and millions of people were forced to stay home And then we have the deaths of our black people at the hands of white Americans. We have the Ahmaud Aubrey by two folks in New Brunswick, two men in New Brunswick, who are claiming they were doing a citizen's arrest. We have Breonna Taylor, who was sleeping in her home, where police are issuing a no-knock warrants, bust into the home, don't even announce themselves, start firing. Her boyfriend, who is protecting his home, returns fire. And through the exchange, Breonna Taylor is killed. We then have George Floyd, who, for something as simple as a counterfeit 20, which should have just been a conversation, you know, it could have been an arrest taken down to the precinct that ended up in him dying across the street from the store where the counterfeit 20 was given. And this has caused an uproar where black people are saying enough is enough. I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired of a new hashtag every couple of weeks of another black person being killed by the police or being killed by another white person who's unarmed for no apparent reason. People are pissed off. And it's caused a lot of companies to issue these, what I call, 
I call them pandering messages. We stand with you. We care about you. We care about your we care about your cause. And then when you go to these websites of these companies, there's not one black person on the board. There's not one black person that's even an advisor. So if they really cared about the black cause, they would put black people in positions to help influence the direction of their companies. Isn't that true, folks? But no, we don't see that. We don't see that at all. The only companies that I actually admire are Ben and & Jerry's and Nike. Those are the only two companies. Everybody else that's doing the sort of the pandering to African-Americans, oh, oh, we... Oh man, we're for your cause, man. We're gonna donate money to to these different causes. Why don't you, as a corporation, apologize to them and say, you know what? We suck at hiring black people. We suck at it. We need help. If there are organizations out there that can help us fix this problem, please get in contact with us. That's the message a lot of these companies should be saying. But you're not hearing it. You're the, they're taking advantage because they want our black dollars. That's all they care about. They want your black dollar. And so with that, let's get to the political space. I don't want to really talk a lot about politics on this podcast, but I do want to address it now. We have an election coming. We have Democrats on one side with Joe Biden and Republicans with Donald Trump. I want to share something with my audience. I believe America needs additional parties, at least three more parties that we need. And I'll break it down as to why. I feel that having a two-party system doesn't do America justice. This is the land of the, uh, this is supposedly the land of the free, the home of the brave. Yet we have to decide between two evils. On one hand, we have the Democratic Party, and I'll be the first to say, when I turned 18 and I was eligible to vote, I was a Democrat. I was a registered Democrat, and I voted basically Democrat here and there. You know, here and there, I'd sprinkle in some Republican folks, but I, for, for, for the longest time, rode the Democratic wave. And then when I hit about 32 years of age, I was like, man, look, man, ain't nothing really happening here. When you look at the Democratic Party, they show up only when it's election time. When it's a year from election time, they're, you know, they're coming down to your door. They're sending you text messages. Hey, man, can we count on your vote? Can we count on your vote for the election? Can we count on your vote? That's the only time they come around. They, the underlying message that the Democratic Party pushes to the black community is you're being abused. They don't care about you. We need to give you, give you, give you. And I believe that that's the wrong message. I believe it's a poor message. The message should be, look, life is hard. Life sucks. But you can do it. Yeah, it might take you 10 steps where it'll take a white person five. But you can do it. The message should be empowering people to rise up, not calling them and say, oh, 
my goodness. <laughs> I know you can't do it. They won't let you. They're evil. They won't let you do it. We got to fight for your causes. Yes, I, I'm not saying that we don't have to fight for our causes. But stop telling me I can't. But stop telling me I'm being oppressed. Stop pushing the oppression message. There is a level of, of oppression, but we can rise above it because we always do. The one thing they can't stop is they can't stop your mind. They can physically put robots around you, but they can't defeat your mind. And I'm trying to and I want to tell black folks this. You can be anything you want to be in this country. Yes, it's going to be much harder. Than your white counterparts. But you can do it. The latter part of making it equal, we'll tackle that a little bit later. But I want black people to know that you can be anything you want to be. You want to be a business owner. You want to be a music exec. You want to be an IT manager. You can do it. It is not going to take, it's, it, you know, a lot of people like to take these shortcuts. Oh, you know, oh, I'm going to do this in two weeks. I'm going to do this in three weeks. Stop that. You got to grind. You got to build and you can achieve it. I know a lot of successful black people who grow, who, who, who went on the grind, who did what they had to do to achieve their success. So stop sitting there and pandering to, oh, woe is me. You can do it. On the other side, we have the Republican Party. And I, for the life of me, despise the Republican Party. And I despise them for a couple of things. How they use blacks is, is they use black people in a different way. They use black people to try to get other black people. And, and let me explain. So they'll have black Republicans come on stage and of course, attack the Democrats were saying, basically saying that they're pandering to you and that you can do it. But they're not any better. Why do you think so many of our black men ended up in prison? You may think it's, oh, Bill Clinton and, and uh, Biden with their crime bill. That, that had a little bit to do with it. But why did, why, why did we need the crime bill? We needed the crime bill because the Republicans who led this country, and I'm talking about Ronald Reagan and George Bush Sr., allowed drugs to run rampant. They did nothing in the black community. They allowed black communities to suffer. And what they did is they allowed drugs to be injected. Just, I want people to really think about this. The height of the drug game in the 80s and 90s, the country was run by Republicans. Clinton came later on in the 90s, not 90, I believe, I believe 92. But from 80 to 92, you had Pablo Escobar, you had the Cali Cartel, you had Felix Guiardo, you had other drug lords who were making billions, billions. Cali Cartel was on Forbes, was on the Forbes list. You don't believe me? Go look it up. Because they laundered their money through banks. They bought a bunch of banks. They were billionaires. 
At the time Pablo Escobar died, he was worth, reports say, upwards of $30 billion. Pablo was making so much money that he had to burn some of the cash. Could you imagine? You're making so much money that you have to burn some of the cash. He buried cash. And who was running the country during that time? Republicans. What communities were being destroyed? Black communities. So, so when people come and tell me, oh, the crime bill, I ask the question, why did we need the crime bill? NAACP, yes, had a part of selling black folks out. Yes. We can talk about that on another episode. But the crime bill would, would never be needed had Republicans addressed issues in the black community in the first place. They allowed the drugs to come in. These people, these drug lords were making billions of dollars. The communities were run down. Black communities were run down, infested with people trying to get that quick way out. And then when they got out of hand, when the Democrats took control, they pushed for a crime bill. And the intent of the crime bill at the time was just to scare people from going to their second or third offense. Because let's be clear, the folks that really suffered were the folks who had multiple run-ins with the law prior. Because they had two strikes prior. And that third strike came, they dropped the hammer. So when you sit here and the Republicans sitting here saying, well, hey, you know, the, you know, Joe Biden was the one who who started who started the crime bill. Who who took advantage of it? You did. Republicans are phony. They talk about conservatism. Oh, they're conservative. Yet white supremacist groups. Donate money to the Republican Party. You don't see Donald Trump say, oh, no, no, no. Don't send me that money. No, no, no. That money comes from, a no, I don't want it. They take it. And they push that, they believe in God crap. The whole believe in God story, the crap that the Republicans push, the, the Republicans are the Pharisees. If you go read your Bible, the Pharisees were a group of people who, quote unquote, said they believed in God, but did not respect the Son of God who lived among them. That's who the Republicans are. The Republicans are the Pharisees. They push religion when they need to. But they're Pharisees. They don't care about you. They never did. When they have a couple of black Republicans that they jump on their side, they say, hey, you see? And, and, and you know what will happen. They push them up. And then if something, if a mistake appears, they throw them away. Do you folks remember Herman Cain? Remember when he ran for president? He, he, he ran under as a Republican. Something came up. Boom. Republicans dropped him like a dirty, like a dirty rag. They wanted nothing to do with him. We have now 
one on the rise, Candace Owens, who, when she came into the game, she was an independent. And now she pushes, you know, she pushes, she pushes what I call Trump's dog food, right? Telling black people, oh, wake up. I have a warning for Candace Owens. And my warning is this. Candace, if you slip up, if you agree with something that the party itself doesn't align, they're going to throw you out like they did Herman Cain. Yeah, you're rising. Yeah, you have people following you. Yeah, you think you're you you think you're doing something great. You think that you're waking up people. But as big as your platform is, Candace, you can wake up people to something totally different. Pushing for additional parties. Now you might be saying, "Is John? What are you talking about, bro? What do you mean pushing for additional parties?" I think America needs additional parties. I am sick and tired of the two-party system. We have to pick the lesser of two evils. I do wholeheartedly believe that we have to vote. We got to vote this year. If you want things to continue the same way, don't do anything about it. But if you want to make a change, go ahead and vote. But back to what I was saying, we need additional parties. I feel America needs three additional parties. The racists need their own party. They do. They need their own party. All the people who believe who believe in this philosophy that America needs to be a certain way, give them their own party. I don't I, I don't know how they could believe in God and hate other people, but give them their own party. Give the LGBTQ their own party. That's going to champion their causes. That's going to do right by them. Give them their own party. Give them their own candidates. Give them their own party. You can then leave Democrat, Republican, create two additional parties, you know, racist white knights. Rainbow Coalition here, whatever you want to call it. And then create a party. And I would say, just call this party just the independent party. We are independent. We can believe in God, but we believe in the betterment of all people. Let them push their own candidates. Let people vote. Majority wins. Democrats and Republicans don't want that. They wouldn't want that. They wouldn't want additional parties coming in because they know if people have choice, they will leave their parties. I always tell people that Democrats and Republicans are two sides of an evil coin. The question is, which of the evils will you tolerate? That's really all that it is. Which of the evils will you tolerate? I hope everyone really takes time this year and really think through what's going on. We got an election. We have a very important election. 
We have very important decisions to make, not only in the political space, but also for our own lives. We, as black people, need to rise up. And I mean, and I'm not saying like, you know, rise up. We need to rise up as a whole, as one unit. And I'm going to dive more into that in some future episodes. But I just want to leave you guys with this. Rise up, folks. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. I'm John Exum. This is the Hey John Show. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you next time, folks. Thank you for listening to the show. And if you want to send me any emails, you can email me at you can email me at heyjohn77 at gmail.com heyjohn and that's spelled h-e-y-j-o-n 77 at gmail.com Peace, folks. Listen to my jams. Bye-bye.